the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Craig Needles. A London Free Press Podcast for another week as we get closer to Christmas, and that means there's a whole lot of different things that are happening from a public health perspective as we're still in the midst of this pandemic. And to join us to discuss those things today will be Jonathan Juha, of course, a reporter with the London Free Press. Jonathan, thank you very much for giving us some time on the podcast today. Oh, thank you for having me again. Yeah, I know. Glad to uh, glad to talk to you. And I want to talk to you first. And there's a few things I want to get to, to with you today. But uh, I want to talk to you first about a piece that you've written. It's on LFPress.com right now about Bowler Mountain. They've had to delay their opening for as long as this lockdown lasts. And and right now we're looking at uh, a four week lockdown. But who knows what the the long term prognostication there looks like? But they've had to delay their opening. They called it devastating. And I know there are some people in this community who are pretty ticked off that Bowler Mountain's not going to be able to open. Tell us about the story. Yeah, no, it, 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 it as you say, devastating. That's the best way they describe it. They said that they were in shock to know that they were not deemed considered to be a safe uh, facility to operate during these four-week lockdown. Um, the part of the surprise was that before this new framework, uh, when the province was using the one with the colors, you know, the red, the, the lockdown, orange, and all that stuff, um, ski hills were still allowed to operate, uh, even if, if a region had been placed into the lockdown. Uh, that changed with this new four-week shutdown that the province's plan is starting on Boxing Day, uh, deeming this uh, activity not safe. And it's kind of interesting because throughout the entire pandemic, we've been hearing you know, about the fact that, that, that we should try to do things outdoors, activities that we can do out in the open when we're not going to be such a close contact with, with, with the people and, and things like that. Yet the province decided to um, to close these facilities. Um, the logic, I'm not 100% sure myself either. Uh, I'm assuming that, you know, a facility like this, uh, they have places where people need to go and change and, and get ready for actually hitting the, uh, the hills and stuff like that. So maybe there may be uh, close contact in there, but definitely one that for, for on the business side is devastating for, for the guys at, at Bowler because obviously they had invested a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They had set up, you know, tents, uh, heating equipment to sort of like being able to uh, move around the people and, and, and the visitors and keep them, you know, distance and things like that. And also every year they invest in uh, creating snow to have the slopes ready and things like that. So a lot of money went into it already. Uh, they were hoping to open on Wednesday, uh, seven of their, of their trails ready uh, there. But yeah, given when, when the announcement came on Monday about 1 p.m., uh, they were not going to be allowed to, to, to open it. They just decided to close down and postpone that opening until uh, after the lockdown. Yeah, and I uh, I understand their frustration, and I look at this from the I, I'm a pretty cautious guy when it comes to the, what the what the medical experts are saying, and and typically I defer to them. But we've been hearing a lot throughout this entire pandemic of hey, if you're outside in open air space and everyone's social distancing, you're probably going to be fine. So I can understand how if you run a ski hill right now, you're thinking to yourself, hey, wait a minute. All of our business happens outside. Why why are we considered a problem right now? So I get where they're coming from. Yeah, no, and and and, and the other thing to, to look at is that uh, it seems to be the scheme was seen as uh, we had a piece in the free press a couple of weeks ago as well about how scheme was going to be sort of like the golf during the summer months as that activity that you consider to be safe that you would see that you'll be able to do with your family 
get a little bit out of your apartment, spend some time outdoor, you know, good for mental health and, and things like that. And, and yet, no. And, and again, like the, the province, again, they, they say that they're receiving the, their advice from medical experts. That's what they're basing their decisions on, but they don't go into too much detail as to why some things uh, are allowed to open or not. And, and that also leads to other debates, whether like the big stores, the things like Walmart, compared to uh, a family-owned business, a smaller businesses, they're not they're going to have to shut down while other retailers where you have potentially even more people in one area, uh, they're going to still be allowed to, to remain open uh, during the lockdown. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a, a significant philosophical question. We'll get to that in just a sec. Uh, I, I want to ask you where the community is at on this right now. And I guess, you know, people who own those small businesses are part of the community, but, you know, skiers, uh, clearly based on what we just said, maybe not happy with some of this. I think people generally understand some of why the lockdown stuff is happening, but uh, you're right when you say there are going to be people that are concerned or perhaps annoyed that uh, the the mom and pop shop, to borrow that, that terminology, down the street, uh, that's not available for someone to come and, and, and go purchase something or at the very least go into the store. Yet you can go to Costco, you can go to Walmart. So I, I get where people are coming from. They say it feels a little bit inconsistent. Do you feel that's the case within the community when you're out and you're talking to people as far as the reaction to the news we got this week about lockdowns? Oh yeah, like you find every single opinion that there can be about about this situation. Uh, people who who say, like, obviously the business owners are saying, like, we we don't believe that we are part of the problem. We have gone above and beyond trying to provide, follow all the guidelines that health experts have given to us, following all the recommendations. Uh, you know, PPE, uh, installing barriers and things like that, and they see that. Uh, sort of like double standards have what, what they're seeing it, but people in general as well are, can, can see that and, and are upset believing that perhaps some small businesses are not being given a fair chance. I, I guess at the end of the day, no one, I don't think that the, the news of the lockdown came as a surprise to anyone. We were seeing for the last couple of months, day by day, week by week, how the cases continue to rise. I guess it was just a matter of time. I guess the most, noteworthy part was the, the decision by the province to go to a province-wide uh, lockdown uh, as opposed to continue that approach to region by region that they were uh, using up to, up to this point. But, you know, many people even are upset about the fact that uh, the lockdown starts on Boxing Day and not on, on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. uh, initial reports suggested that that was going to be the day that the government was going to start the lockdown. People who are in favor of the lockdown, who are putting, you know, public health about above the, the the devastating economic impact they know these measures will create but who are focusing more on that side of the of the equation believe that by the province pushing that deadline by two days of when when, when the thing is going to start is just giving people sort of like a green light to gather for christmas which obviously if anything uh, this virus has taught us over these months is these types of close interaction with people where you're not keeping your distance, where you're not wearing your mask and, 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 and you let your guard down, it's what becomes sort of like this super spread event. And, and the concern is that if this lockdown is meant to try to help control and, you know, keep capacity at hospitals and, and control the spread, which has been rampant over the last uh, few weeks uh, across the province here in London, we're seeing everywhere. Why take it so long to start 
taking the drastic actions that the province itself is saying are necessary to, to keep this under control. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm with you, and I certainly understand where uh, the folks coming from say, are, are saying, hey, maybe we should have de- we should be doing this now as opposed to on Boxing Day. And, and and maybe this is cynical of me, but I just think that Doug Ford doesn't want to be uh, painted in some households as the Grinch who canceled Christmas, so therefore they, they, they stick hand a little bit and find some ways to justify being uh, uh, not on lockdown until Boxing Day, and, and, and here we are. And that's going to be frustrating for a lot of people. Some people are going to be frustrated that the, the measures go too far, others are going to be frustrated frustrated the measures don't go far enough it's it's obviously a really negative situation that we're in right now and and a lot of people are gonna have a lot of different opinions about it as uh as people like you and i hear all the time when we write stories or are part of podcasts with stuff like this uh there's a lot of f- feedback both positive and negative yeah no I, as you say uh the opinions are varied um i don't think that any single decision by the government will be able to either like please everyone. Right. And, and as you say, there are always going to be those who believe that more needs to be done, that even the, the lockdown, as you say, should have started earlier. The other ones who are going to focus on different aspects, like the economic impact. Um, I, I, I get, you know what? I don't envy that the position the government is in, they have to, you know, travel these fine line between public health and, 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 keeping the economy alive because we know that obviously if the economy goes sideways as well, that also has its own social impacts. We, we start seeing, you know, people dealing with homelessness, uh, food insecurity, other aspects. So it's a very complicated, it's a very complicated uh, situation that at the end of the day, I believe uh, we can all help improve it in, in the sense that if we follow the guidelines and, and, and the advice of experts the best we can, and if we um, try to follow those uh, those rules that have been in place since the beginning of the pandemic, it hasn't mm-hmm. really changed. The advice has has stayed consistent. Uh, avoid contact with people who you don't need to outside of your household. You're going to be close to someone. Wear your mask. Hand washing constantly, and things like that. So there's always obviously the public is not happy that that it, things have gotten out of control, forcing forcing us again into a lockdown. But at the same time, uh, it's in the hands of the public uh, and all of us to sort of like try to navigate the situation do the best that we can so we can get out of it um, as soon as possible. Yeah, and that's what we should all be wanting and we should all be working towards is let's try to put a stop to this when we can. Let's try to not have this be the way that we live our lives. And look, we got the vaccination coming and that's good. And things are going to become less and less restricted as more and more people get vaccinated. When the stakes get a little bit lower, when the most high risk people get vaccinated, the public health restrictions will not be as 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 tough. So we just got to get through this one Christmas and it's not going to be fun and it's going to suck for the people of Boulder Mountain. It's going to suck for the people who want to ski, but we just got to get through this one Christmas and we'll be better off on the other side, right? That's that's the way I'm sort of putting this together in my head and, and, and maybe you're the same way, but if we just get through this one Christmas, we've got another couple of weeks, but we just get through this Christmas this will be the last thing that is really really awful we're missing out on yeah I think we have to look at the uh, at the long-term kind of thing like the end goal of, of all of these and, and all of, of all these measures obviously no one uh, I'm pretty sure that the premier did not want to get to the point where he needed or he felt compelled to institute another lockdown I'm pretty sure that was the last thing that that they wanted and as you say it's gonna be it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough not being able to uh gather with those uh, that we love in, in our families our friends like we are used to but i think as you say we have to think about the longer term the the bigger goal which is being able to 
sort of like go back to that life that we had prior to the pandemic. Obviously, there are good news, like, uh, as you say, the vaccine, uh, it's going to be uh, the first doses are here in London will come on on, on Wednesday. Uh, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday, so tomorrow it's going to be the first day. So so we're getting some positive signs. We had a really rough weekend in terms of uh, case count here in, in, in London, a uh, new height of 87 cases. But those should, should serve as, you know, as fuel to get us through this time. It's going to be a hard couple of months, but I, I think that we can all see a little bit of that light at the end of the tunnel. It's just a matter of, of getting tough uh, for the next uh, few weeks and, 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 and months, I guess. Yeah, that's going to be the big thing is uh, getting tough. Well, uh, that's exactly the way to, to phrase it. Anything else you're going to be watching, Jonathan, when it comes to perhaps community indicators, business indicators over the next, uh, uh, well, at least four weeks that we're going to be in lockdown between Boxing Day and, uh, and the, uh, the end of this at minimum, the four weeks? Well, I, I, I guess the one thing that I, I'm always going to be looking at is, as, as you say, sort of like the impact of the government decision to not implement the lockdown earlier right. or how that on the 20, on Christmas Eve uh, had initially been reported that it was going to be the case. I guess we will see over the next uh, couple of weeks whether cases spiral out of control. And, and I guess that could be sort of like a reflection of, of people perhaps uh, unfortunately ignoring some of the rules, not staying with uh, people of their own household and and feeling that perhaps the government, uh, I believe, give, give them a little bit of a leeway there to, to judge what should be uh, the best. But the, 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 the advice remains the same. Uh, the, the lockdown starts on, on, on Boxing Day, but think of it as, uh, as we are already there and try to do as much as you can to avoid um, contact with others. Uh, on the economic side, obviously, it, it, this lockdown also comes, I guess, at the worst time. Obviously, the yeah. uh, holiday season and, and Boxing Day, and it's sort of like a prime time for businesses to sort of like survive the lean uh, January and and being taken sort of like some of those days of, of purchasing uh, after Christmas as well is going to be tough. We haven't even been able to recover all the jobs that we lost uh, since the initial lockdown. So this is obviously going to have a big impact on the local job numbers as well. But again, and, and as I said, and as you have said it, uh, it, it's a matter of all of us sort of like trying to push through, do the best and try to bring this virus under control. Yeah, that's uh, the, the the perfect way to phrase it, and uh, uh, that that you, you mentioned sort of what happens because of Christmas. I'll be watching the case counts on sort of the sixth, seventh, eighth of January. If we see big spikes, it'll be because of uh, perhaps transmission around Christmas time. Uh, if that happens, we'll talk about what's going on in the community. Then I, uh, I, I'm sure on the London Free Press podcast, Jonathan, it has been fantastic to talk to you and catch up with you once again. Uh, have a fantastic Christmas, and I will talk to you. Uh, uh, I'm sure early in the new year here in London Free Press podcast. Thank you so much for doing this. No, thank you for having me. And again, Merry Christmas to you and as well to all of our readers and, and, and listeners and just wishing them, uh, all of them to, to stay safe and, and enjoy the best they can. The, uh, the very same from me. Jonathan, thanks for this. It's Jonathan Juha, London Free Press reporter here on the London Free Press podcast, which you can subscribe to on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Plus, we're on YouTube. Go to the LF Press YouTube feed. Find us there. And of course, on LFPress.com as well. Have a fantastic rest of your day. We'll uh, do one more podcast for the end of the new year. Got one thing planned for next week and we're going to do, and then we'll be uh, back at it once again for a regular schedule in 2021. So have a great Christmas and we will talk to you next time on the London Free Press Podcast. Podcast.